This week on the Vergecast, Alex Heath and Alex Kranz join the show. We talk about Facebook's new name, what is going on with Trump's social network, the Apple event with new MacBook Pros. I'm very excited about those. The Pixel event and a little bit more all on the Vergecast coming up now. Support for the show comes from Kohler. Smart lights, smart refrigerators, smart locks. The list of smart gadgets meant to make life more convenient grows longer and longer every day. But what about smart things that are also beautiful things? Luxurious, even. Meet the Numi 2.0, Kohler's smartest toilet yet. The Numi 2.0 is a fully connected oasis of clean and comfort with unmatched sculptural design. More than a toilet, it's a work of art. Make your bathroom the smartest, cleanest, and most comfortable room in your home with Kohler. Learn more at Kohler.com. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hello and welcome to Vergecast, the flagship podcast of Alex Heath's typing noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're here. We're all together in person. It's weird. Uh, I'm Neil. I'm your friend. D- Dieter Bone is here. I am. Uh, I don't know what I am. I'm here. You're here in it's, person. It's a, a huge victory. That's true. I'll tell you why in a second. Alex Heath is here. In the metaverse. <laughs> no, you're here in person. <laughs> Alex Kranz is here. I'm also here in real life. Isn't real life the metaverse, though, if you think about it? I need this to stop. (laughs) I just, I want to tell the audience this piece of information, which is very important. As you can tell by the delighted giggles that we have already started the show with, this is the first Vergecast in almost two years, yeah, maybe more, in which we have all been together in the same room. We don't know how to do it. (laughs) We're going to talk over each other. We're very giddy. Andrew, our producer, just reminded us that he can't fix it when we talk over each other. Oh, no. Because all of our microphones are in the same room at the same time. We're going to get through it, but we're very excited. We're all together because the Verge's 10-year birthday party is coming up. By the time you're listening to this, we'll be at our venue. You you will have just minutes to buy a ticket and show up. We hope you do. Hurry, do it. I'm not even going to tell you the link. It's too late. It's too. Just come. Just show up. Just, just show up. Come to New York City from wherever you are Yeah. and be like, where's the Verge? And all of New York will be like, Spring cab- Studios. <laughs> they all know where it is. They all it's, it's all the cab drivers are like, oh, yeah, Spring Studios, The Verge. To, and they're shutting down Broadway for Yeah. Them. It's going to be great. But we're all together. The Verge is turning 10. That's very exciting. Um, and honestly, this is where I would normally just sort of like look at Zoom and let the delay take <laughs> us into the next <laughs> but no. piece. But uh, now I'm just like looking at a bunch of people. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> all right. There's actually quite a bit to talk about this week. We got to start with Heath. Alex Heath. Alex has been doing nonstop media hits for publishing a story that I, I will tell everyone we did not think was a big deal. <laughs> Alex broke the news, the scoop that Facebook is strongly considering rebranding its company. Not just consider, I mean, name TBD, but it's happening. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to say that. I, you know, I'm trying, I'm like, you're, you're I'm trying, trying to hedge for me. The, yeah, yeah, I'm I, trying to give you the out, but we feel pretty good about it. We don't know the name. Alex, tell, tell us what's going on. Yeah, Facebook, the company. So not Facebook, the app. And I think that's been lost in translation based on some of the news hits I've been doing. The Facebook company, 
which owns WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, Oculus, is going to change its name for the first time in 17 years since it started in a humble Harvard dorm room. And um, as a hot or not clone, <laughs> yes, and it's happening next week. No, you're you're putting the stake in the ground. It's happening next well, week. Oh yeah. The thing is with Facebook, since Mark controls it unilaterally, you know he could always change his mind. And actually, as our friend Casey Newton followed up the other day, or what is that? The day's blur yesterday. He hasn't decided. So there's there's a short list, and uh, you know maybe by the time this comes out, he will have decided. But the the game, the guessing game, lives on. So I, I'm going to do a little media inside baseball here. Yeah. So Alex calls me. He's like, he's got this story. Like, do you feel like when you just like do the basics? Do we feel good about it? Yeah, we think we think we got it. Da da da. We don't have the name. So both of us are like, ah, like, <laughs> is it a story? Yeah. Like, we don't have the name. Like they're thinking about it. We feel we we're. Alex is right, as confident then as, as he is now. I'm like, ah, oh, well, let's do it. We got it. We're going to put it. This thing is like a media phenomenon. Oh, my God. Not having the name for some reason has made oh, it a hilarious. bigger story than having the name. I, we could not have predicted that. I mean, it's been great. Colbert had some great names. It's been on Trevor Noah. Yeah. The, the best name I've heard, uh, BuzzFeed published a, a quiz. You know, yeah. What name do you want? Many hilarious names on that list. Many very dumb ones. The one that was, I think, overlooked the most was BuzzFeed 2, <laughs> <laughs> which is just like, <laughs> Nothing to stop What on. a spectacular, like, yeah, it was just very good for BuzzFeed to be like, Facebook should name itself BuzzFeed 2. <laughs> the things I've learned about reporting on Facebook is people have strong feelings about Facebook. <laughs> and they also have strong feelings about names. I should have figured that people would have strong feelings about this, given the news that Facebook has found itself in recently. Um, but no, I did not expect... AOC to be quote tweeting Klobuchar Blackburn. You know when you get congressional consensus on something, it's always magical. Yeah, and the consensus is that'll fix it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess we I should say the focus of the name change is to reflect Mark's vision for the metaverse, which he talked on this very show about with Casey Newton earlier this year. Nothing about anything going on in the Facebook world. Yeah, totally no. unrelated. I mean, the Facebook world is like. Three apps that are in crisis and one hardware division that isn't. And Mark Zuckerberg. And, and Mark. In <laughs> yeah. Hawaii waveform. Being like, man, I wish I could spend more time in that hardware division that isn't in constant crisis, right? Amen. Right. She changed the name of the company to whatever, Zuckerberg Productions. And then <laughs> Facebook, the app, is like has its crisis. And Instagram has its teen crisis. Like, whatever. But Oculus doesn't say Facebook under it. Right, like you, that that yeah. would be that's like the rationale here, right? The, Disclosure: it, No, sorry, my uh, <laughs> partner uh, is an employee of Facebook Reality Labs, which is Oculus now renamed. And I don't know, <laughs> I actually don't know, but Oculus may have Facebook under its name because you recall not very long ago, Facebook was like, "Hey, all the apps are by Facebook now, right?" On so the yeah. splash screens. Yeah. So this years ago, was it years ago? Two years ago? It was 2019. Yeah. Is when they started putting the name under everything. Yeah. If you will recall, uh, under antitrust pressure at that time, Facebook was like, we're merging all the messaging services and we're putting Facebook it. under the apps. Mm -hmm. And they're all going to be encrypted and share a thing. Everyone thought this was a very clever plan to make the company too hard to split up. Which is like, <laughs> It's got the same name. Yeah. <laughs> very strange. And now we're at the point where you want parts of the company to be so split apart just in terms of brand recognition that the problems of Facebook don't spill over to the thing. So I will ask you now, Alexi, mm -hmm. will it fix it? 
<laughs> yeah, just I'm staring take. off into the New York skyline. <laughs> I'm going to say no. But I do think it's a moment where they're trying to say, look, like, yes, we invented social media and all of the ills that that entails, but we are going to be so much more for better or worse, you know? And like, it's kind of, we talked in the, like, there's Google and Alphabet and what we could talk about that if we want. But like, I do think this is a little different because it's not Mark hiding necessarily. It's kind of the opposite. He's actually saying, no, like, this is what I'm about. And like he told Casey and he's told me and he's told others, like, I, I want to be known for this. I don't want to be known as like traditional social media, which is kind of wild concept, you know, for the mm -hmm. guy who invented social media essentially. Um, but that's how serious about this stuff he is, um, which, you know, I don't even, but the problem is, is like, nobody even knows what the metaverse is. You know? No one. Like, that's all the questions I've been getting is like, you know, like cable broadcasts. Like, <laughs> can you explain the metaverse? <laughs> I'm like, well, it originated in the 90s and this novel about a dystopia. Have you read dystopia. Neil Stevenson? Yeah, you know, like it was people escaping from a dystopia to immerse themselves in a virtual world. You know, it's a little bit analogous to the current situation we find ourselves in. Um, Have you seen the movie Ready Player One? And you know how at the end of that movie they win and then their solution is to turn it off? Right. That, but you don't turn it off. Right. Keep it on. And also, yeah, it's owned by Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, maybe his ambition is to be known for the metaverse. Great. I, I buy it, right? Like, every big tech company right now kind of wants to be there? focused on the next, Not maybe not the metaverse. Like, Apple's like, great, we did the iPhone. Tim Cook cares about health. Like, yeah. that's actually what Apple's about. That's what Apple's going to be known for, whether or not that is reflected in any of the products now. Right, they're like we made yeah. a Peloton clone. This will be our greatest contribution to society. Facebook is all in on VR and the metaverse, away from their pro like they're all bored of their own products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Google's like AI, like all AI all the time. Here's a phone that we made. This phone is a small window into the future of AI. It's it's a strange moment where almost every company, right? Jack Dorsey is like Bitcoin. That's yeah. what I do. And every company. What's is Microsoft doing though? They're, they got hotlines. It's the enterprise metaverse. <laughs> <But they> yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. Like, if you just look at every company, they're all like, well, this got boring. Yeah. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, fair. It's, it's, it's gotten boring. Like, I get, like, we are in this kind of, like, weird, not inflection point. We're not to the inflection yet, but we're, we're in this point right before it where you're like, okay, something's coming. It's coming. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't know what. And it's really interesting that Facebook is like, yeah. It's on the horizon, right? That's Yeah, which is a name. It's a potential name. So they have this like Roblox meets Fortnite on Oculus thing that's been in private beta for way longer than they originally said that's called Horizon. And they recently changed it to Horizon Worlds. It hasn't even come out yet. So like my thinking is that could be an umbrella term because they have Horizon Workrooms, which is the thing I tried that was really weird with Zuck in like a virtual conference room a couple months ago. And so Horizon's probably on the short list if I had to guess. Zuckerberg also owns Meta through his philanthropy arm. It wouldn't be the first time he's um, swapped assets that way with like his philanthropy arm. So it could be Meta, but the Meta ticker is owned. So that's you know they'd have to change the ticker, you know, the uh -oh. stock ticker, which is just like a I, fun little inside thing. But I would just like all of these companies to just take a minute and go visit TCL or Sony or even Samsung and just be like, hey, you got bored with TVs, you needed to sell more of them. Tell me what your 3D TV experience was like. Were you able to create out of thin air a desire for a new thing based on a hazy idea? And just let them tell that story. Mm -hmm. 
and then go back and decide uh, how much they want to bet on Bitcoin or the metaverse mm-hmm. or whatever else. It's a real re- reinvent the wheel moment for a lot of them. They're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, we figured this out. No, eat. I mean, you're well, they're ego. just like out of people. Yeah. Right. They're like they're out of growth in the thing they're doing. So they got to find new growth. And like they've all picked something. Um, I will point out Alphabet actually did not change its stock ticker. They when, added one, right? Didn't they add like a weird thing? No, their no. stock ticker is still uh, G-O-O-G-L. Okay. Right. I mean, FB is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, FB is pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's like a million ways to do it. Yeah. So Snap rebrand, Snapchat rebranded itself Snap. to Snap because now they're a camera company. Mm-hmm. Notably, they added no products. Spectacles but was that year. Like <laughs> and a lot of people went to vending machines. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's Snapchat's distraction. It's like we continue to make these glasses with a camera in them. But they don't have an Instagram to snap. Right. Yeah. Snapchat. Right. Alphabet did something much more dramatic where all these companies are like floating around inside of Google and they You mean Alphabet? No, they were inside of Google. Okay. Like the driverless car mm-hmm. program yeah. was like a bunch of weirdos dragging down the Google bottom line. Mm-hmm. Right. So they reorganized the entire company into a company called Alphabet mm-hmm. and gave them all subsidiaries and said, you have to be real companies now. Yeah. Except for you, Nest. No <laughs> one knows what to do with you. <laughs> you sit right next to me. Yeah, you wait right here. <laughs> it's like Waymo is like a real company now. Right. And the rest of them. What's it's a. Uh, I mean, the answer is the rest of them are like. In Calico kind of. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, it did not take very long for Sundar Pichai to just become the CEO of Alphabet also. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What have you accomplished? Uh, well, you got to hide Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, these moves are somewhat familiar. Yeah. yeah. But this move is very much just re- – they're not going to make Instagram its own company. Right. They can't do it because then Amy Klobuchar shows up and be like, <laughs> well, you've already done Split half the work, Mark. Split with comb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're going to break up what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be dramatic, but like I think Mark's been – and like I don't want to pat this show's back too much, but like we actually – Casey's interview with Zuck did start the whole metaverse news cycle mm-hmm. in July. Like that was not a word in the corporate vernacular. And now enterprise metaverse and now, is a thing that I Yeah, and now Nadella's like enterprise metaverse. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. They all need something. <laughs> okay, so there are many days upon which this could happen, right, in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. What are those days? What are weeks? Well, it's going to be an interesting week for Facebook. So Monday, um, Facebook let us all know on, on, on the Twitter that um, – 30-ish news orgs are going to dump a bunch of internal documents that Francis Haugen, the whistleblower, had previously leaked to the Wall Street Journal. So that's happening Monday or next week-ish. And then earnings... Hey, look over here. We're called Horizon now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Earnings is the same day. Snap just reported earnings. They got hurt by Apple's ad tracking changes. Everyone expects Facebook to be hurt the most because they rely on that data the most. It's probably going to be a pretty nasty quarter for them. So that's Monday. All that's Monday. (laughs) Earnings would be a good time to renounce a corporate rebrand that leaked prematurely. The plan was to talk about it Thursday at Oculus Connect, which is not even Oculus Connect anymore. It's just Connect. And it's basically Facebook's new conference. It used to be F8. And now this is the Zuckerberg show every year. And um, I think we'll still be there. But maybe they'll talk about it Monday or hint at it. Um, but they've been denying it to everyone who's been asking that, you know, don't comment on rumors and speculation. But so, yeah. just to underline it again. Alex got it, he broke the news, and then Casey followed up and platformer the next day saying yeah. more sources had told him. And this is the thing that made me laugh the most. 
that Zuckerberg wanted the name to be a surprise. Aww. And it still is. It, it still is. <laughs> the name but itself. But he wanted it to be more surprising than what yeah. people were guessing, which I would just suggest is not a good thing to put on your list of reasons to rebrand your company. Like, did we surprise Katie Nautopoulos at BuzzFeed enough? It's like not high on the list of reasons. Well, the problem is, to is choose the name everyone has company. guessed every possible name now. <laughs> <laughs> like Colbert had some good ones: Pinsurrectionist, oh, um, Best Fun Times America website, yeah. Zuckerverse, the Washington Football Team. That's, the Washington Football good. Team is my favorite by yeah. far. I'm betting on Meta. I think it's like very obvious that they've got to pick something boring. Yeah, that signals what they want. Meta seems obvious. Yeah. I mean, there's but, that, act- but Zuck's like ah, not surprising enough. Horizon just seems very like. Verizon. Horizon Company. <laughs> Verizon, yeah. ZT&T. <laughs> well, Horizon Company is the fictional tech company that Jessica Chastain works for in Scenes from a Marriage Story or whatever it's called, the new HBO show. Oh, my show. God. Was it, like, leaked in advance? Uh, yeah. I don't know. But. Playing the really long game. It's wild. I'm getting daily emails from some random sports betting gambling website I've never heard of that is like people are betting I guess this is real money I don't know if it's crypto or doge or what but like <laughs> people are betting on things and right now the lead is the Facebook followed by MetaNet followed by Persistem these are really bad yeah, who I is like betting Colbert's on better. the Facebook yeah who? people who just watch the social network like, for the first time <laughs> yeah I don't I wouldn't take that bet that's a no. bad bet there are some really bad names on the list that people are betting really I'm like bad. these aren't it's not actually a race like there's not a chance yeah. that, that any of these will surprise win like Zuckerberg isn't going to change it to the Facebook <laughs> just, <laughs> I promise you that's not stands out there and he just like we did it T-H-E remember when Apple dropped the computer we're adding the you know and saw this coming oh man what if it's just called the Duh. Duh. That's on the list. I've seen that everywhere. <laughs> Everyone has made the same joke on yeah. Twitter five thousand times. Okay, so there. But you're saying it's going to happen. Maybe next it could week. happen earlier. I mean, the thing with Mark, like he does when I'm say he controls. I mean, he utilizes like he can do whatever he wants. So like he could he could post it on his page right now. Like we could be recording and it could yeah. But it's it's, it's that would be incredible. It's I'm happening. changing the name of the verge right now. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so that is that is that piece of news. I'd say we have. It's been ten years. We've t- we've assumed a lot of things about how a lot of stories would go. I've never been so wrong <laughs> about the impact. Once we published it, like ten p.m., we were like, "Should we just run it in the morning?" I feel like no one's going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. And then, like Casey's, like get on Twitter Spaces, and it's like eight hundred journalists, like <laughs> immediately. Uh, that was very funny. So that's one story. The other story that broke late at night, which we need not spend as much time on, but which is very funny and also involves a social network, is at 9 p.m. last night. As we're recording this on Thursday. Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday. 9 p.m. on Wednesday. President Trump. Former President Trump. Donnie is a column. Uh, <laughs> Just the former is important to me. <laughs> I understand. Okay. <laughs> Announced a new social network called Truth. Truth, Truth Social. Truth Social, on which Donald can post his truth. It is exactly as clever as that sounds. And it is going to be owned by a larger media company, TMTG, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> way too close to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every time I say it. Um, and that company is going to go public via SPAC. Right, via the Digital World Acquisition Company. Which is Ooh. very good. So we have a full explainer on this. I just want to point out one thing for the Virtuous audience. I've heard this man announce a website before. Mm-hmm. Never the website came. went up. 
It, yeah, I was like, the it true, true social went up. People were registering. No, like, it like didn't pens. go up. Oh, it, well, they okay. Fa- people found, found a it. sign up link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the the website, right? Which is not public, and then they started registering account names, including Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> the person who had Mike Pence, I think, his account was deactivated, <laughs> which is very good. We found the terms of service. There's a pitch deck. This media company is going to compete with uh, Netflix, with Disney Plus, sure. with Amazon Web Services. The TAM in this, the TAM slide is like all of tech. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every um, fang It's company. an uncancelable digital huge community, town. and it's literally a picture of the earth and the moon. In case you were like, they're very forward-looking. Little tiny moon. <laughs> Doesn't the EULA so the EULA says that part of agreeing is that you can't criticize the service? Yes, it so to everyone yeah. except but, for people that don't like it. But the, the, the it also I think the the terms of service also included something about how you can't use excessive caps, which is like you know someone put it in there so that we would dunk on it like that. They, that was yeah, intentional. You're not allowed to use too many capital letters. Yeah, on, on they, True they, they, they know. They're trying to keep share out. Uh, True Social. They, they you can go on the App Store right now and look at you can pre-order on the App Store, mm-hmm. which is very funny. The screenshots that they've used are all fake posts from media brands that did not agree. Um, in one of the posts, the at Chevy Trucks account announced a 2022 Tahoe EV. Oh. Like the diligent reporters we are, we asked Chevy. Chevy was not aware of this project and gently reminded us that there is no 2022 Tahoe EV. Uh, the, the most important clarification of all. They're like, we're not making this car. So it's like, <laughs> just whatever, get it out there that there's no, we're, we're not ready for yet. Don't get people excited. <laughs> yeah. The New York Times. Yeah. Obviously, uh, early partner with Truth Social. Yeah, uh, they told us that they would be sending a letter. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, uh, look, it's fine. There, there's Rumble, there's Parler, there's Getter, there's Get. There's these companies, the big tech companies. They all need competition. I'm happy for there to be more competition in the world, but I would just suggest that the SPAC, where they're going to go public, there's already a public company. The stock is already up. It's going to buy Trump's company in, in this sort of reverse. Public offering idea. Liz and Sean and Mitchell have a full explainer of how SPACs work and how this SPAC would work. A lot of this seems like a bunch of people are going to give money to a Trump company, and the Trump company is not on the hook to ever ship an app. Mm-hmm. Shocker! <laughs> Isn't this company based in like the Cayman Islands? Yeah, it's, there, it's there's <laughs> a lot of sketch under all this. Maybe they'll launch. Maybe they won't. We'll see. I just. Maybe you don't put your money in that SPAC. One of the things that deeply frustrated me throughout the entire Trump presidency was that he would say or do something. Yeah. And everyone would just fully believe that it was going to happen. Right. And we would operate in the frame of Trump is definitely going to sell TikTok to Oracle. (laughs) And we'd be like, no, he's not. (laughs) But we have to act like he is. We don't have to pretend that anything happened here. He did not tell Google that they were making this website. We don't have to buy it in this way. And I'm already seeing that glimmer of this, maybe a little more jaded, because we've all seen the competitors to Twitter come and go. We all know what he wants to – he needs a platform if he's going to run again. I, I understand it all. This is a hard product to make. Couldn't he just, like, go buy Tumblr? Like, it's out there. No, Tumblr's owned by Automatic. They oh. like it. They're happy. Okay. Yeah, they're like it's like the future of WordPress. There's right? like got to be a distressed social media. Tumblr's already gone through enough. I mean, yeah. mm, never mind. Okay, I was gonna make a live journal joke, and that, that, <laughs> uh, that's too painful. for I mean, me. the man is a live journal. He's a walking yeah. emotional. I will say, there's one side here where they're like, "What if tech monopolies didn't rule the world?" And they've chosen to illustrate it with the Twitter bird at the top, 
sort of shining a <laughs> rectangle of blue light on like the Apple, Google, Facebook logos. It's a real strong grasp. And it's like watch Twitter at the top. <laughs> like that doesn't make are you in your this is like you just have to look at this pitch deck. It's very good. I love the idea that he's going to launch a Twitter clone and then compete with D- Disney Plus in the same minute. Like he's got the MCU unlock. He's got like his own the multiverse. Yeah, the multiverse. I will say one more thing about this, and then we can move on. Is in, it about AWS? No, it's not about AWS. In the documents, in what we see, his the argument is all media fragments on ideological lines, and all the. Tech companies are hopelessly liberal, so this is the time for a conservative network. On the next slide, it says a Big Ten approach, and then on, like five slides after that, it's like, but it's also conservative media. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. I, you can do that. That's competent. Again, Trump, Josh Hawley, Ron DeS- like there's l- all these proposals to reform 230. There's this crazy law in Florida. They're all based on the idea of the government mandating neutrality. So Josh Hawley, his proposal is like nuts, right? The FTC will create a new commission. They'll review everybody's moderation proposals and make sure they're neutral. DeSantis is like, unless you own a theme park, (laughs) right, this is how you have to moderate your service. If you're doing that on one hand and on the other hand, you're like, I'm making a conservative social network. The thing the government is doing is making your business illegal. And that is just like. Do we think that's actually going to happen? No, it's just, this is what I mean. Like, taking it seriously, you can take it seriously, but everything that they're doing on the other side of it is proposing things that would make an ideological split of social networks illegal. Have they thought that through? I don't think they've thought that through. Is that really what what this would mean, is that you couldn't have, like, a conservative social network? How would you have a conservative? What would you do on a conservative social network? You would amplify conservative things. Sure. Well, that's inherently not neutral. There is no, no such thing as neutrality. Well, welcome to the Vergecast. <laughs> like, this is why this is ridiculous. Like, if, if it's a liability thing, I understand that. If we're talking about like platforms need to be like their algorithms need to be liable for what they do, that makes perfect sense to me. But the idea of the government somehow mandating neutrality is like absurd. But this this is every two thirty reform proposal. Yeah, that's. I'm just problem. saying, like that the heart seems of incredibly unconstitutional. Welcome to the Vergecast. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is neutrality? Is like a great Vergecast question. Yeah, we yeah. do another hour on that. But yeah, this is the the dynamic of all of these is you do something because you're mad about two thirty and you end up in a First Amendment problem, mm-hmm. which is why the Florida law with a theme park exception hit the courts and was immediately put on hold, and the judge was like. Have you heard of the First Amendment? It's the first one. <laughs> it's, it's not a complicated idea. So I would just point out this, besides getting a lawyer, besides getting the lawyers from Chevy Trucks mad at them, besides the SPAC complications, which, I, again, I'll just point you to our post because Liz and Sean do a better job at that than I ever will, and besides the inherent conflict between what they would like to change the law to be and the business case for the company, they're also not good at making websites. <laughs> so just please hold that. I mean, it's coming for AWS. It's coming for oh, God. Disney Plus. I would like to see the Trump Avengers movie. <laughs> it would be pretty good. Okay, we're going to take a break. we got to talk about Apple had an event this week. There's a lot has happened this week. We'll be right back. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from Kohler. I think when we think of design, we're like, beautiful poster, gorgeous graphics. 
But I also think design has like a place in making sure that people feel the best that they can be. Hi, I'm Laura Delorado. I'm a group creative director at Vox Creative. During my nine to five and my five to nine, I've always got good design on the brain. It's metaphorically and physically glowing. It's like the Aurora Borealis. Which is exactly why I was so excited to meet the new Me 2.0, Kohler's smartest toilet. On first introduction, it legit just waved a hand at me. Not actual waved a hand, but the lid moved up and greeted me for the use. But right now we're in a showroom, so I can't actually use it. Functions like this, a hands-free greeting, and form combine in the Numi to elevate the everyday. It's a sculpture that begs for someone to like rest their body on it and walk away feeling really comfortable. A temperature-controlled bidet, the heated seat, automatic self-cleaning cycles, access to smart home functions thanks to a built-in Alexa, the Numi's got it all for everyone. The bottom has this really beautiful green glow, and it's almost as if they knew that was my special color because if you go into my bathroom at home, the entire bathroom is a mint green. It's like the new me knew that I was showing up. And what's really cool about this is that there is this like circular sphere metal piece that like allows for you to change the color on the bottom. So if I'm not in my mint green era, which I often am, I can be in another era, my like calming blue, my like rosy pink, like whatever I need to feel. It's, it's like the Sistine Chapel of toilets. Experience a fully connected oasis of clean and comfort with the Numi 2.0. Learn more at Kohler.com. Support for the podcast comes from Hims. Look, we all need help, but for some of us guys, it can be a real challenge to be so vulnerable. There are just some things we'd rather keep to ourselves. Hims knows how you feel, which is why they're looking to provide you the help you need discreetly. Introducing Hims, a men's healthcare product looking to provide simple and convenient access to science-backed treatments for men. The entire process is 100% online, so you can get a new routine of improving your overall health in private. If prescribed, your medication ships directly to you for free and in discreet packaging. No waiting rooms, no pharmacy visits. So while it can be tough to deal with this part of your life, it doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash verge. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash verge for your personalized treatment options. Hymns.com slash verge. Prescription to require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See hymns.com slash verge for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. We're back. It was only Monday. Six years ago. When I declared victory. <laughs> I'll tell you, we know, Dieter and I know with certainty. What do we know? I don't know. That many people at Apple read our live blog. Oh, yes. And listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And there was a sense of satisfaction that we felt. They were like, we did it. Are you going to shut up now? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your ports. We were, Leave us alone. You're we kind of like, no, we got we to come up with more stuff. But we're happy to do it. Tell us about this Apple event. So it came out 
announced uh, some new AirPods, like the mid new mid range AirPods in between the the pros and the regulars. They seem nice. I'm excited for them a little bit. A little shorter, right? Yeah, no, like like the pros, but they don't have the pro ear things. They don't have ANC. They added MagSafe to uh, AirPod cases, which like has that ever been a problem for you? Once that you wanted a magnets to connect it to the wireless charger. Oh. It already has Qi. Yeah. But now you can just like throw it on it. Now it has now it has MagSafe. Is it the watch MagSafe or is it the big puck? It's the puck. <laughs> <laughs> the watch isn't MagSafe. <laughs> I don't think. It's magnetic. I, That's not branded MagSafe? I don't think so. Yeah, I could be wrong. Let me know. I'm sure you will. They also announced a thing like Apple Music Voice, which is deeply confusing. I think it's $4.99 a month, and you can it's it lets you ask for like a genre of music instead of like downloading specific songs that you want to listen to. I have a question about it. Okay. Because I was editing a story about it, and I still didn't understand. Spoilers. Um, how does it like? Can you use your phone? Yeah, I think so. No, it just no. no. When oh. you open the music app on your phone, yeah, it just shows you your previous searches and suggestions for what you can ask for. Yeah. Okay. Who wants this? So that's my Dan, next question. Dan, Dan is the one who figured this out. Like immediately, he clocked it. He's like, "There's a special deal the labels will provide that has uh. this kind of access that Amazon did for Alexa, and they just like gave it to Apple." Is okay. our assumption. Well, so importantly. Spotify does not work on the HomePod Mini. Right. So Apple wants to sell lots of HomePod Minis. It is the tiny, colorful cornerstone of a smart home strategy for Apple. Fine. But you can't use Spotify on it. Okay. The two things people do with their smart speakers, they set timers in the kitchen, a challenge for Apple. Yeah. (laughs) Just one of those mountains to climb. uh, And they ask for music. So if you can't use Spotify on it, the... Barrier is you got to pay for a whole other music subscription and move over, or you pay a small amount of money and a HomePod can play some music at you. Yep. Huh. I feel like, and maybe this is just because I am all in on the the Apple ecosystem for the home, that you should just pay for for full Apple Music. It is a weird product. I'm not gonna lie. Like, because then you can use your phone. Yeah. Which I, I do often. But it's also like just Pandora has not closed down. You can still <laughs> there. <laughs> Just saying. But anyway, Amazon has this deal. Apple, like, here's this thing. You don't have to pay 15 bucks a month. You can pay five. All of this was a preamble to the new MacBook Pros. Well, yeah, the, the HomePods. Oh, the, the <gasps> new colors of the HomePods. One of them is an orange. Apple made an orange. It's very funny. I'm one of two people excited about yeah. that. They still make HomePods? HomePod minis. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's We just call them HomePods now because they, like, by They canceled the big one. There are two expensive. types of Alexes. Yeah. The more expensive Sonos without as many services, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. That, that well, one. in Siri. Yeah. yeah. And it's cute. Yeah, it is cute. And it, it, it can be a, a HomeKit hub oh. instead of me having a headless Apple TV in your attic. I feel like the- It's <laughs> just a thing that I do. The real welcome to the Vergecast moment for Alex Heath here is, you thought we were going to talk about the MacBook Pros. We have 40 <laughs> minutes of thread border routers for you. Well, 15 minutes on the cloth, right? Yeah. Uh, the so cloth. the HomePod Mini supports this thing called Thread. Uh, Actually, there's a, big a thread border today. router. There was big thread news today, but we're not going to get into it. We're going to talk about the MacBooks. <laughs> the cloth. And the cloth. There's a $20 polish. It's back ordered three months. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 16-inch. <laughs> I'm going to get there, I swear to God. 14-inch. They added back the ports. There's three Thunderbolt ports. There's a MagSafe port, which is basically just USB-C power, but it has a magnetic charger on the end of it. There's an HDMI port. My friends, there's a headphone jack. 
There's an SD card slot. It's very exciting. It's everything I've ever wanted from a computer and in 2015. And the worst named processor. <sighs> okay, so they it's needed rough. to have an updated version of the M1 that you have in the um, Mac Mini, in the MacBook Air, in the base-level MacBook Pro, a computer which should no longer exist, but it still does. And we're like, it'll be, well, they call it the M2, will it be the M1X, what will it be? And they're like, haha, it's the M1 Pro. We're like, oh, cool, okay, sure, M1 Pro, and that means that there's more cores and blah, 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 blah. And then there's also the M1 Max, which it's is the best. The one with the even more name. cores. Never been not, happier. The, not the Pro Max. Which is another thing. No, they, they put those <laughs> words on the iPhone. But in this case, the Pro and the Max are distinct things. We were very confidently told um, when we asked after the name that Apple believes people knows what the words Pro and Max mean. And no. we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my God. Have they ever tried to Google? You, you've all been walking around this circle a little too much, my friend. <laughs> like, Google Apple TV and tell me your results and tell me if they actually were what you were searching oh, for. <laughs> but well, we should get into the processors, but just to round out the rest of the laptop. Um, ProMotion display, so it has a high refresh rate. Uh, there is a notch at the top of the display, which I'm sure we'll have many discussions about. Uh, Heath is shaking his head no. Why? Uh, why Ban not? All notches. You know what? <laughs> We're not going to talk about the processors. We're not going to talk just about the display hour. and mini LED and all of that stuff. We're not going to talk about it. it's a throwback to the original tie book design, and I love it. We're going to talk about the notch for the next 45 minutes. The notch is fine. Wow. It's a stain. The, the notch, notch is, is a stain. They're giving you more screen, and you're saying, no, thank you. Yeah, I am. Okay. Wait, did you say you liked the original titanium power book? <laughs> yeah, it was the best. <gasps> I think it was great. Oh. It yeah, was a real status Pismo. symbol when I was in. The G3 Pismo. The Pismo? Oh, my God. The pinnacle Look, of laptops. here's the deal with the notch. There's already <laughs> Just the vast. Nothing the, will with ever the interchangeable compare. base. Yes. Yeah. That was the, oh, my God. I'd be I, like, I, hold on, my zip drive? No, no. CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Apple was like, they, they made it and they chased. I had one of those. Yeah. And they're like, making most of this laptop hollow? is a little problematic. If you're in your car (laughs) and you're under 45 years old, I want you to pull over (laughs) and Google Apple Pismo G3. So the the keyboard deck was was hollow. There's nothing in there. That's where the batteries went. Yeah. But you could also just run one battery and and also like a CD drive or a zip zip drive. drive. And I'm just telling you. (laughs) I had one too. I loved it. Oh my god. So off the rails. And you could put the you could switch out the processor. I maybe spray painted mine in a college dorm room. This is also the era where you could unclip the keyboard and just remove the keyboard to put a a Wi Fi card in. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm just reminding you, Apple quickly realized that making a making a portable product (laughs) that had not only moving but fully removable parts (laughs) did not do a lot for durability. I'll miss it forever. This one is all sealed up. Yeah. Well, no. Actually, the bottom comes off pretty easily, it looks like. And that's another thing that reminds me of the tie book. It has pentalobes, of course. But So the notch. Swear to God. So it's there. They should have given us Face ID, but they didn't. It's there because they have a couple extra sensors, and it's a 1080p camera, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, Although, yeah. Anyway, they just gave you more screen, and they had to cut out a notch in the middle of it. Everybody, the vast majority of people leave a menu bar at the top. The vast majority of apps, when they're open, don't put anything in the space where the notch is because, like, they don't have that many menu items. I get that you don't like the way it looks, but I see you holding an iPhone that has a notch on it now. I hate it. 
Um, do you even notice it anymore? Yes. You get more In screen. In what circumstances do you notice that, Notch? When Except I'm, for now when you're angrily looking at it and angrily looking at me. <laughs> when, when widescreen, like when, when when you flip things over and you're uh-huh. like, oh, there's would that you rather, ugly thing. Would you rather it was just more bezel at the top? Yeah. Okay. Okay, you said On most the Mac, people. you can have a utility that does that I for do, you. Okay, I will say, uh-huh. I do think it's very funny that this was the year they made the iPhone 13 notch smaller. Yeah. It has a face ID sensor in it, a very good camera. Yeah. And all the other sensors it needs. A speaker for your ears. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they're like... Here's a gigantic notch yeah, yeah. with no face ID, uh-huh. a 1080p camera. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, there's just it's, a like a, it's like a pixel. What, what, was the, what was the pixel to doofy notch? Was it the pixel 4? Oh, woof. Giant notch on that thing. Do, um, uh, no. do the MacBook guys talk to the iPhone people? Like, no, they're not. They are not allowed to talk to each other. So that's, that's, that's why the notch is. <laughs> <They didn't know. laughs> they had we, no idea. We are going to review the thing. We will yes. see the notch. We will experience the notch. Yeah. I understand the notch was controversial. I am sort of confident. Like, this is a computer that they're going to ship in dark mode. Yeah. They're going to hide that thing <laughs> as yeah. much as they're already hiding it in pictures. Whatever. It has a notch. So we should talk about the processors. Yeah. Yeah. So they have added more fast cores. So I think they swapped out two of the like, like mid-range cores, added two, two more fast cores. So they have more power there. Uh, they, you know, the G- the GPU cores, they, they went with their own GPU. They didn't, there was no weird shenanigans there. They are all in on their own GPU and their shared memory architecture stuff, uh, which is very interesting. And honestly, like from pro to max, you're just like picking GPU cores and like there's some CPU core stuff, but you're just like, how many, how many GPU cores do I want? Yes. And number one, how do you know? I have no yeah. idea. Like how, how does, like, we don't know what these core numbers mean yet because like the architecture is so new there's no way to judge you just start like well i'm gonna throw some money at this and see what happens and boy did i (laughs) even in like the even in like the the discrete gpu space they don't talk about the cores they don't talk about that stuff a lot like for years they kind of would discourage you if you even wanted to like report on it they'd be like no 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 we don't the core numbers on like NVIDIA and AMD GPUs are like absurd. It's like 4,000 CUDA Yeah, cores yeah, they're, they're like, all like made up things. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like the same here, but they want us to talk about it. But well, I so just, just, just to be, uh, I'll, let's be specific about the chips. Okay. So the regular M1, right. it's four efficiency cores. Okay. And then they're binning it in weird ways. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of high performance cores. The M1 Pro... Up to a 10-core CPU, with right. two efficiency cores, and then some numbers. So less efficiency less cores. Less efficiency cores. And then up to a 16-core GPU. Okay. Whatever that means. Uh, yeah. The max, 10-core CPU, up to a 32-core C- GPU. So you, you really are just sort of like adding just from M1 to M1 max. You're just like trading at the first level, trading efficiency cores for performance cores. Right. And then just stapling more GPUs onto the Give thing. me some more GPU. And yeah. you can get the ultra maxed out processor on the 14-inch, not just the 16-inch. That's great. Yeah. And, and then, importantly, the Max also supports more memory, Yeah. unified memory up to yep. 64 gigs, and then twice the memory bandwidth. Yep. The, the bandwidth is incredible. And so their demos are like, we're running seven 8K videos at once. And you're like... Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. <laughs> do what I, I do. Do I have to spend $10,000 for more RAM? No, no, you can't get six thousand. Yeah. You can't. The yeah. RAM is built right onto the chip. You're done. That's you get it what forever. you get when you buy it, uh, but it is you know it's expensive. The whole thing is expensive. Actually, the price of this thing 
What bothers me about this is if I get the MacBook Air, I get an amazing computer, 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. With uh, no ports, two, two Thunderbolt ports, that's it. And then if I want ports, I have to buy everything else that comes along with the Pro. Yeah. If I just want an HDMI port, I have to get the notch and, you know, the insanely powerful and the processor. Chunk. And they're a little bit chunky, but I'm fine with that. The thing that's exciting about it being chunky, even with like the feet, yeah. is they might be adding battery, so that's exciting, but they also might just be adding thermal headroom, which is a very new thing for MacBooks. Yeah. <laughs> so they showed us some charts. Oh, charts. So last year at the M1, they showed us charts. Yeah. The charts had no labels in the axes. Right. And they were like, here's our power performance we're per so watt good. curve. And like, here's someone else. The other one wasn't labeled at all. This year, to their credit, they added labels to the axes. They specified what computers they were comparing themselves to. Finally. Well done. Very this good. event moved so fast, and the name of the computer was in the bottom right, that we didn't quite realize it was happening mm-hmm. until later, but they did it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The x-axis, power. That's a unit. I get yeah. it. Watts. Totally. The mm-hmm. y-axis was labeled relative performance. <laughs> yeah. And the M1 Mac topped out at 100. So just by sort of process of elimination here, you just like finish the equation. The unit is units of M1 performance. <laughs> performance doing what, Neli? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> and then they're like, see, the other computers use a lot more power at the units of M1 performance. And you can see our new computer is like three times as fast because it's curving up and over 100 to 300. Yeah, it's a big line. And we're line. like, 300 watts. And they're like, we labeled the graphs for you. That's what you wanted. And I'm like, but. <laughs> and then they were like, metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, I get what they're trying to say. Yeah. In good faith, I understand what they're trying to say. No matter where you look on this graph, compared to Intel and AMD and NVIDIA, we're way down here. We're using way less power at the same amount of performance. Yes. Our relative performance is way better. <laughs> Units of M1 performance. And then, you know, their claim is that they are more, they're faster than a 3080 in, a, in an Intel laptop yeah. or whatever. We, we have yet to find out. There are some benchmarks hitting Geekbench and stuff that are like, eh, we'll, but we'll see. We don't know yeah. mm-hmm. the specs of those. But I'm just... Next year, what I'm looking for is, like, a unit. I think they do it specifically to irritate people like us so that we're all like, man, I bet it's not going to be that good. Because they would just tell us if it was that good. They would just show us real-world benchmarks. And then we're going to go out and we're going to review it. And it'll be like the M1 last year where we were like, this is going to be stupid. There are no no labels. We don't know what this is. It can't be that fast. And it was that fast. It was fast and the battery life was long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, like, it lived But I cannot... To the vague promise. I cannot recreate that graph. Right? I have no idea how to recreate that graph. And so when they're like, well, it was proven out, I'm like, I, I feel that. It was emotionally, the graph is emotionally true. <laughs> but I actually do not know if the graph is true to this day. And I think they do that on purpose, just to have us have these feelings right now. It's all about the feelings. Well, that's why you're here for the virtual. What is a graph? <laughs> One last thing about performance. Apple says that it will perform the same whether you're on battery power or not. So unlike a lot of laptops, when you unplug, that doesn't it doesn't immediately throttle everything down. Yeah. That's really nice. We'll see. Yeah. They also, they, they, you know, they did a sizzle of developers. The M1's been out for a year. Lots of developers are 
for example, the, the Chrome team has made an M1 version of Chrome. Mm-hmm. Very excited to run Google Meet in Chrome on this thing and see if the fan turns on or if the computer explodes, which is what my <laughs> current laptop does. They showed a demo of Adobe Premiere. Yeah. Ooh, which is like, whew. Launching. Launching, yeah. They... This is so real. They're like, look at all these streams of 8K video and Final Cut. And then they're like, the Adobe Premiere product manager is here. And she was like, it loads so snappily. Yeah. And it cut. And I was like, they got 400 megabytes per second of memory bandwidth. Like, okay. But they, they sh- it, Adobe's in, on the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're very proud of this laptop. I am very excited about it. Well, there are questions to be answered. Battery life is one. Yep. Micro LED, mini LED screen. Mm-hmm. Mini LED screen, is it going to bloom the way the iPad does? Yep. Meh. Like, we'll see. We'll see. The, the iPad isn't bad, but it does it. Yeah. How is it going to charge? Sure. Like, the charging situation of these computers, <laughs> USB-C is a mess. And so th- from what we understand, the 14-inch in its stock configuration yeah. does not fast charge. You can pay Ooh. $20 for no. a 96-watt power adapter that will fast charge the 14-inch. So technically, the laptop fast charges. It's just the adapter that comes in the box does not provide enough power to fast charge it. But why? Because it's more expensive $20? to buy the good yeah, ones. Yeah, They've yeah. Got a, it's like a GAN charger now. Like They're that's, like doing the stuff. That's the cost of a whole cleaning cloth. Here's what I'll tell away. you. Having, having purchased a number of GAN 100-watt USB-C chargers, just buy Apples. Like yeah. That $20 is so worth it. Yeah. Is your time worth $20? The answer is yes. Just t- take the upsell. I am saying that Alex Heath has to review the cloth. Oh, we're going to yeah. make him review Ooh. the cloth. Like, I, I want to read it. Yeah. Show oh. Zuck the cloth in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> like, can, can I NFT this? I volunteer. I'm going to get it in like six months. It's, <laughs> it's off the coast of Long Beach. <laughs> oh my God. With everything else. It's <laughs> like container ships of cloth. Luxurious white boxes Tim of Cook cloth. is in his supply chain meetings. Be like, get that boat in the dock. <laughs> Uh, send someone to China right now. In two years, it's cloth is a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> <laughs> like services is out. Cloth is in. Cloth subscriptions part of Apple One now. We love it. We think you're going to be really delighted with this year's cloth. Okay. Then the 16 inch. Yeah. The 16 inch comes with a 140 watt USB C adapter. And the MagSafe cable. Yep. And the only way it will fast charge is if you use the MagSafe cable. Correct. Only way. The other ones won't do it. Okay. They will support up to 100, but they won't support the new 240. So here's my theory. USB-C is so confusing Yeah. that Apple is like, we're just going to make a power connector. And you will know by looking at the end of the cable whether it supports fast charging. That's such a weird idea. And we will just not discuss the fact that this was our idea. (laughs) They invented USB-C, and it is now this crazy disaster, and they're going back to differentiating the ports and the way they look. Actually, power cable's good. I just, there's no other reason I have MagSafe on this thing, except for the, you don't trip over your laptop. But it has been five years of people tripping over their laptops, so like, we're all in on it. But I think that, I swear to God, they added, because the other end of the MagSafe cable is USB. That's correct. Yep. So I swear they added it back in, just so you would know, this cable Is will fast charge this machine. Because the, the thing about USB PD, especially when you're getting into 100 watt and especially the new 240 watt standard, is the cable needs to support it, the cable itself. Yeah. And I don't know if you've looked at a drawer full of Apple cables, but they all look the same. 
I've never been more embarrassed to work for like a tech news site than when I was trying to set up a dual monitor display <laughs> set up with this laptop and figure out the cables and the ports. And I was like, yeah. should I, am I in the right industry? I don't understand any of this. Like they all look the same. I mean, I'm imagining someone who doesn't work at a tech site <laughs> trying to chain together two monitors. It's not great, but I, that's my theory. We'll get a more review and we'll see. We're, we're going to do the thing that we do and plug a bunch of stuff in yeah. and then disappointedly write yep. down when it doesn't work. Yep. Uh, what else from this event? They didn't really get into Monterey much at this event because like most of the good the good feature isn't launching with the OS apparently, yeah. the continuity. But it's uh, it's launching October 25th. I think Neil is really excited for Monterey. It is one of the ugliest operating systems. You're offended by the notch. I'm offended by almost every visual decision in Monterey. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. Just the the thing where you click on the menu bar yeah. and it's the menu the word looks like a button and the menu Mm-mm. drops below it like what are we doing here? I'm avoiding it as long as possible. I'm <laughs> I gotta say when they did the Safari tat like browser redesign and stuff and yeah. walked I walked it back and then this and like they're not shipping I don't that's kind of Apple's it's not how it used to be man yeah yeah I think they're still figuring out what they want it to look like yeah but the problem is that it's shipping. Very soon. Mm-hmm. So well, I skip. I skip every yeah. OS update at this point. Yeah, you, you can't do it immediately because you'll just not have a working computer. Unless, like me, you're like, I would really like these ports. <laughs> oh, and there's no touch bar. Oh God, we didn't even bring this up. In the event, they. I mean, this event was the fastest event Apple has ever had. Like, even Tim Cook was at the end. He was, was like, breathless. by the way, like in a field, just standing outside like, in the long grass. Uh, Tim Cook. Someone, someone tweeted the picture of him in the field. I was like, oh, that's where the AirPod was. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, perfect. <laughs> um, but even at the end, he was like, uh, you know, he's a. He's got his drawl, but even he was just like, "That was great. We love it. We've gotten out so many things. The HomePod is here. They have my blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, "Watch, wow, like everybody, take a beat, um, just take a breath." But they they raced through it all very fast, and the touch bar they raced through in like particular speed. Yeah, they're like, "Now we've got full height function keys that replace the touch bar. That's great. See, on the next thing, full height, full height." They also claim that the keys feel like a mechanical keyboard, mm. which is just like, I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> a million nerds suddenly sat up in their chairs. Oh, really? I was like, I don't. What I feel you like you with just with got which, away which, from everyone hating you. Yeah. Which Maybe kind of switch, poke. though? I, I mean, there's lots of different What dark feels. energy are you summoning <laughs> to this computer? <laughs> just don't say it. Keep it to yourself, Apple. This is like when... Um, Jobs announced OS X. I don't remember this. When he first announced OS X, he like announced the kernel that he was using. Yeah. He was using the mock kernel. And he kept saying, it's very Linux-like. <laughs> and it was like, you just think that the press is stupid, and they know that keyword, and you're like, just glue that idea on. And it's like, none of this is the same. Man. Um, anyway, we're going to get the computers. We're going to test them out. I'm very excited. Apple. There was so much demand for this. Apple's website slowed down. Mm. Yeah. People are posting up their receipts for their new MacBook Pros. I'm, I'm confident that there was more interest in this than the iPhones this year. Hundred percent. People were more excited. They were right. more amped. They were happier about it. The iPhone is like oh, spending the money again. I hope I can see these camera improvements. But the cloth. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> cloth. that's what actually everybody called me about. Like, do you get that thing after an Apple event? And sometimes Google and Samsung too. Mainly Apple. Family and friends will call you and be like, what should I get? 
Yeah. They asked about the cloth. They didn't actually, though. Nobody <laughs> asked about the cloth. <laughs> but they were like, should like, it be 14 or 16? And, I was and like, you were oh, like, cloth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, cloth. All in on the cloth. A thousand cloths. Really cool. <laughs> one, one charger. Which one did you tell them? I, I was, I guess, 14 for me, just because I like smaller. I like to, yeah. I'm, I like to carry things, and I have tiny, tiny shoulders, so it's it's helpful for me. But it seems, yeah. I mean, I haven't bought it yet. I'm gonna wait because I bought the Shipped 2016. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna wait until next generation because I bought the 2016 wow. Touch Bar. I was I was ready because I've been on like the first, the 2012. That was a scissor key. Yeah, yeah. I did the Retina 2012. That's it was bad. great, but it's bad, and it died. Then I did the 2016 Touch Bar, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be it. I went through three of them in it's a year. It's good to skip the first, first yeah. major. And yeah. so I always, I've even blogged, like, don't buy the first generation. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, you have blogged this. Yeah. You have told yourself not to. So yeah. this time I'm, I'm the being, one who's like, wait for the reviews. And I'm like, I'm, I'm the review. Oh, shit, I bought it. <laughs> that said, Jim Bankoff, if you would like to start issuing 16 inch MacBook Pros to employees of Vox Media, uh, yeah, I'll Please. gladly take the L. You gotta start, t- you gotta lie, you gotta tell you're a video editor. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're gonna get that air unless you're like, I edit videos all day. I'm in the metaverse. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get them. We're, I'm, I'm pumped to get them. If you have questions about it, let me know. We're gonna figure it all out. We're gonna take a break. We gotta talk about these pixels. Support for this show comes from Fiverr, the world's largest marketplace for freelance services. In the fast-paced world of business, every decision counts. And when it comes to hiring, there's no room for guesswork. That's why Fiverr has developed solutions for businesses to make outsourcing projects simple, quick, and compliant. You can gain access to curated talent through Fiverr Pro's catalog of top freelancers, organized by skill and experience. Streamline your projects with a user-friendly dashboard where you can track progress and collaborate with your team. And for anyone needing the highest level of white glove service, Fiverr Pro's project partners can manage multiple freelancer engagements for you. Project partners will outline requirements, assemble a roster of freelancers, and manage a schedule to ensure your deliverables are completed on time. Ready to scale smarter? Visit pro.fiverr.com to sign up and use code VOX for 15% off any service. That's pro.fiverr.com and use code VOX. Wow, that guy means business. Just an amazing player. No, not him, the sports photographer behind him. Uh, what? He has a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where he earns 5% annual percentage yield, so he's scoring big on and off the field. You might even say he's the MVB. MVB? The most valuable business. Making your money work harder. That's how you business differently. Intuit QuickBooks. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes are in APY. APY can change at any time. We're back. This week, a lot happened this week. Yeah. I, also, um, we're doing this in person, right? Yeah. Usually, I've got my little recorder with a clock that tells me how long we've been talking. Yeah. This could have been know. six hours. No, no. We, we, we're, are we over? We're, we're a little over. All right. Well, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long have we been here? It's just so nice to see it. The sun's slowly setting. All right. So, Google had already announced the Pixel. They had announced it, and they, they put up ads for it. And they had commercials for it. And then they had an event. They launched it. Yeah. They actually launched it. You may have heard in this Vergecast feed that uh, I interviewed uh, Rick Osterloh and Sundar Pichai. Uh, if you haven't, it's in the feed. 
just listen to it next or, you know, yeah. later. Pause, but I recommend. Go back, listen. Listen to that. Um, we got the prices. Uh, they are lower than I think a lot of people were expecting, Five ninety nine and eight ninety nine for 128 gigs, which is like good value, I yeah. think. They claim to have done the thing they needed to do with the camera, uh, both in terms of photo and video. We shall see. Yeah, And they also showed off a bunch of AI demos that take advantage of Tensor, their new custom processor. Um, there was, like, super fast translation. They had Marie Kondo come on their stream, and they had her uh, translate with the Pixel. It's she, cheating. She just, like, threw away your stuff. I mean, it <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know what she said. Um, <laughs> They they it was it was a very strange moment. I was like, "What is happening?" She's like, "Have less stuff," and I was like, "No, buy this phone." It was like, ah. <laughs> uh, they spent a remarkably long time talking about how their camera is uh, more equitable and how it does a better job with darker skin tones. That they brought in panels of photographic experts to help them tune their uh, ML models so that the camera would do a better job with darker skin tones. So that's very interesting. They maybe spent more time on that than talking about you know the telephoto lens or you know the precise specs of the camera itself. So, or even the custom processor. Well, they spent quite a lot on custom processor, but yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, and then I mean I don't know. It it was an hour long. It felt like the opposite of the. MacBook event in terms of pacing. It was very, very slow. I wasn't really sure who they were talking to because on the one hand, it's like if you're trying to go mass market here, you shouldn't be leading with like super chip stuff. But if you're trying to get the nerds, you need to have gone a little bit deeper on speeds and feeds than you did. So I thought the camera stuff was good in that going all in on telephoto lenses and whatever, like everyone does that now. Yep. Yep. Saying we care a lot about the quality of pictures we take and making people look good and the people being divert like yeah that's that was where Google won with the pixel to begin with mm-hmm. right they they had a look they were thinking about artists and paintings they're good at achieving that look programmatically if they can pull it off yeah and to be clear it seemed very sincere i'm not saying that oh they they say this do this thing and you know it's just you know lip service or whatever it, it seems like they they actually put a ton of effort into it. And we are constantly, we, this joke, like, what is a photo? These, like, existential questions that we ask on the show all started with Google's photo technology yep. in their very opinionated decisions about what a photo is and how it should look. Yeah. So if they can do that again and pull that off with this camera, that mm-hmm. is a, that will be a step forward. Yeah. Uh, one interesting thing about the main sensor, it's huge. That's why the camera bar is huge. Uh, it is a 50-megapixel sensor, but they're binning it. I think they, the phrase that uh, the guy uses is like analog. So they're binning it at the sensor. They're not binning it in software later. Okay. So the you can only get a 12 mega, 12.5-megapixel photo out of this 50-megapixel sensor. And so I was like, well, well why, you, why didn't you just use a 12-megapixel sensor? And like, oh, you know, we wanted to find the best sensor we could, to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it, like, it came pretty clear that, like, there wasn't a good 12-megapixel sensor they could get. The best they could get was probably this 50, and then, you know, they, they're bidding it, yeah. which is interesting. Is it because Apple bought all the 12? I mean, that's <laughs> historically what happens, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last thing, well, there's a bunch of other things, but the last thing I think we really ought to talk about is uh, they brought on Evan Spiegel from Snap. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy. Yeah. Um, whoop, whoop. Tap to Snap. Tap to Snap. All the youngins yeah. tapping to snapping. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the story, you, you can double tap pixels to do something, to mm -hmm. launch something. And they've given Snap special access to when you double tap, even if your phone is still locked, it can bring up the Snap camera, even mm -hmm. with your phone locked. Oh, that's cool. And then you can still, mm -hmm. you know, snap your Snap. You can tap to snap your Snap. Uh, and then you can unlock it and go in and do whatever. So that seems cool. It's also cool that they are uh, doing a better job giving Snap access to, like, the good parts of the Google camera and its mm -hmm. system, because quite often on Android, uh, third-party camera apps are not getting access to the good stuff, mm. on, on, and they're, they're often crap. This is a very deep, you could tell it was a deep deal, because like Evan was the one announcing it, yep. and Snap has done these camera integrations. Like I don't know if you guys have looked at like the Samsung phones, but Snap's just like in there, like the lenses are like in the native camera, yeah. and like the bitmojis are in the keyboard, like the pre-installed <laughs> keyboard. And so they're doing this platform play that is honestly pretty unique, like no one else is doing this right now. And um, like Evan Spiegel gave a stat that they have about 300-ish million daily users, but they reach 500 million people. And that's like that difference is all these integrations that they're doing oh, with like all these different OEMs and like... So it's it's an interesting strategy because they're not getting any money from this. Like it's not like they're making money by people using their lenses in the Pixel, but it does kind of. Are they like branded? Like, I think are you it, always going to know that that's the snap? Yeah, I mean, and it kicks you into the app quickly and all that. So like, you, they they get that, but I think it's more just they're a camera. Like, like we were saying earlier, they're a camera company, and so they're taking opportunities with everyone except Apple, obviously, because Apple won't let them do that. But yeah, to well, never say never. But like. I, you know, they're taking these opportunities to integrate at the phone level, which is, you know, Facebook wanted to do that for a while. They even did that HTC phone, you know, like every social company has thought about this or wanted to do it. And I think Snap's finding a really unique way in. And Google needs their yeah. AR software stuff, I think, to differentiate because Google's yeah. AR stuff is kind of a mess. Yeah. And doing it at the camera level is really interesting because like trying to like Facebook tried to do like the whole thing. Yeah. Right. And there's that's just. Even then, it was. I love that phone. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. HTC first. It was a good phone. It had its charm. Yeah. With I the like chat <laughs> bubbles and all that. The yeah. yeah the, chat it was heads. spelled chat heads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I always read as Shatheeds. That's the new name. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> chat That's pretty good. Wait, don't, don't they own Cha Cha? Because that, that was the phone with the keyboard. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> the Cha Cha. Yeah. The problem with celebrating your 10 year anniversary is that you keep thinking about things that have happened <laughs> the past 10 years. Like, I have been useless. Like, we've hired so many people like how are you i'm like five years ago <laughs> you're like sound did not exist until yeah. so what's going to happen at the 10-year party is neil is going to get on stage he's, he's about to, going to be introducing the whole thing he's going to start talking and he'll hear me from the you know the back of the stage and i'm going to whisper just so he can hear me and nobody else i'm just going to say cyborg <laughs> and he's going to die he'll just fall over it's going to be a real, yeah. real problem uh so that's a pixel um we're going <laughs> to review it so we we talked about this. We have them. Mm -hmm. We are not allowed to talk about the software yet, or the camera or results. Or the camera, but mm. we can. We have held them. Mm. I said this. At, we did a little pickup after the Rick and Sundar interview. That interview was great. Enjoyed hearing from them. They're all in on this. Is it? Yeah. Right? They did that story with us with you. Mm -hmm. They did that story with the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Right. Where they're telling their investor audience. This is it. Our hardware division is going to do it for real. We're competitive with Samsung. This is every year. No, but this no, is this, this, this is, year. is meaningful. Real. Step they, they definitely were sandbagging the last couple of years. Really? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I've heard this narrative. They before. spent they spent however many billion dollars on HTC. Sure. This is the first flagship phone from that team. That's what they told us last year. Right? The, the cheaper ones were the HTC team, but they hadn't made the. This is it. I'm just telling you, go and hold the pro. 
especially the white ones. Yeah. And you will be like, ugh. The black one, not so much. Yeah. You want to talk about it? What is it? Is it? Notches, I mean. The feel? Yeah. Like, why? why, why it's just, it, it feels like a first gen flagship product. It oh. feels like uh, it feels like a one plus like six. You know mm, what I mean? Like, it's yeah. nice. Like an early Samsung phone with a yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bump on the back. And it does have the ledge. Big old the, bump. The bar. The yeah, I mean, like, I get, they need it to look different. It's I'm like a saying, King Cack bar. The regular one, <laughs> yep, yeah, it's. Are they doing fine. any deals like with Verizon and AT and T and stuff? They do have some deals. Uh, they're they're better than I expected. Uh, they also have some shenanigan type deals on their own websites uh, when they ran. Aww. The See, they really crashed. are getting into it. The website it. super crashed right after the event, right? Because the the Pixel Store team was like, "Well, eight people are coming." No, I will tell you that you I have, one of them. I've waffled between the Pro and the regular, and I'm, this is not any of the review stuff. It's just like size wise and just feel wise. Mm. And so I plugged in both, like, buying the Pixel 6 Pro from the Google Store and buying the regular Pixel 6. I was like, yeah, I'll trade in my Pixel 5. You go to buy a Pixel 6 Pro with a perfectly good Pixel 5, they'll give you $405 for a Pixel 5, which is wild. If you go to buy the regular Pixel 6, they'll give you $366. <laughs> they'll give you different amounts of money. So there is definitely shenanigans happening with trade-ins everywhere. It's just the way that phones work now. Yeah. I don't mean to, I'm not judging too harshly. I'm just saying my first reaction, and it has remained my reaction to the Pro in particular, yeah. especially the white ones. Is, is ugh. Uh. That's the that's the review headline. But yeah, but we have, there's now we're here all together. Yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of units. I've seen a black Pro, much nicer. But yeah. I haven't I'm, seen any of them. Well, after I gotta go this, after gotta, this. I'm so excited. We're gonna we'll set up the gauntlet. <laughs> yes. Did you all see Lauren Good's tweet that the only thing keeping her from switching from iPhone is is iMessage? Oh yeah, I mean Lauren. Phone. Lauren has been on many episodes of this show where she's like, so my message got me again. Yeah. Um, yeah. She wrote a whole article about it yeah. that I believe was cited in one of the uh, internal Apple emails. <laughs> I'm trying to get Dieter to talk about RCS. That's, that's the, <laughs> not sickle. <laughs> not good. Do this show's not long enough. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about with the Pixel? No, I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we have a lot of reviews to do. Yeah. We would like to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We're also at the point now where we have to go prepare for this party that we're throwing. Yeah. So right. There was a third tech event, by the way. Samsung yeah. announced There was not customize. a third tech event. <laughs> it was not a real there event. Was, there was Google loudly two. saying, we are going to attempt to take phone market share. And there was Samsung saying, hold up. The only place to take it from is us. <laughs> because Apple has everyone in the prison of iMessage. And they announced what colors yeah. for the flips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And customized the top and the bottom and the hinge. Ooh. It was the most remember us event that has ever occurred. <laughs> yep. I wish they'd just like said that. Yeah. Just yeah. been like, hey, we're just going to go over all of our stuff again. We're making your chips for you, Google. Watch your back. Slow <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> no, they, they, Samsung also had an event. They did, uh, technically. I think our event is going to produce more news. Than this <laughs> <laughs> I'm like actually pretty confident about that. Same, same. Speaking of our event, it is happening. By the way, if you've been listening to this show for 10 years, like, thank you. That's remarkable. I'm not going to do the whole thing. We're actually turning 10 in November. That's what I'm going to tear up on the show. Okay. That's my plan. Yeah. Uh, and this is just like a preview. Yeah. But we're having our event. We have, there will be news. Nick Weaver from Eero will be there. Razor has promised to show off some products. If you look at our website, you'll be able to guess what products they are because <laughs> they actually announced them. You're interviewing some folks from Snap. Yeah, yeah they're SVP of content and partnerships. Uh, so that's everything that's not the chat part of Snap. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about creator economy, maybe some crypto, maybe 
a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Liz is doing a metaverse panel. Oh my God. It's true. Metacoven will be there. It's like a real, it's a real thing. Wow. I'll be uh, at the bar. That's where the news is going to get made. I was like, I heard the here's the original NFT. It's, yeah. it's got gin in it. <laughs> um, uh, Dieter is premiering his handspring documentary. It's true, I am. I mean, Very excited. It's going to be great. And then the first thing that we're doing, the kickoff, true, like f- pure fan service, uh, Joanna Stern and David Pierce, uh, Verge OGs, mm-hmm. are going to do a Verge cast with us. And we we have some ideas. It's going to be good. And then I, I don't know if this will get out. Our other executive editor, TC Sonic, has brought in a memory expert. Oh. Yeah. She's like a memory world champion. She has memorized a list of 100 tech products from the past 10 years. And Dieter and I have to compete with her in like oh, a flashcard game. We're going to lose. We're definitely going to lose. Great. <laughs> like, so we'll see. Yeah. So a lot happening in our event. It's going to be really fun. If you can make it, we're very excited to see you there. If not, we're, we'll make some news. We'll share some stuff from the event. The Virtuous will definitely go out. But for now, we have gone far over, like way over. Yeah. So it's, it's time It's keeping you thing. company as you drive to New York City to come to the party. Yeah. Also, we're definitely just going to like miss some deadlines over the next few days. So just bear <laughs> with us. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be complicated. Anyway, we have gone way over. It was delightful to see all of you in person and do this in person again. I've missed it very much. You can tweet at us. I'm reckless. Dieters at Backlon. Couple of Alex's here. Alex E. Heath. Alex H. Kranz. Yeah. High five. Knew it. Pulled it off. Yes. Got it. That's it. Rock and roll. Thank you to Kohler for supporting this episode. Who says smart things can't also be beautiful things? The Numi 2.0 is Kohler's most advanced toilet ever. Equipped with fully customizable bidet, heated seats, automatic cleaning cycles, and on-demand smart home functions thanks to its built-in Alexa. The Numi 2.0 is a fully connected oasis of clean and comfort with unmatched sculptural design. Customize the lights to match your interior or your mood and enjoy an immersive, intuitive experience of personalized luxury and cleanliness. More than a toilet, it's a work of art. Learn more at Kohler.com.